world, this is Brother Ali. You're in the mix right now with BRL. What up, it's 360. Yeah, yeah, this is Nick Loopy from One Day Spit Syndicate. What's up, this is Slug from Atmosphere. When I'm not teaching your girlfriend how to play chess, I'm listening to Beats, Rhymes, and Life. When I'm called Tech Nine, I'm chicken it with my homeboy, Gavin Crashley on BRL. Son. Yeah, buddy, it is BRL, the podcast. Thanks to sponsor, tuneone.com.au. Catch shows like the Mix King Hour, which is probably the biggest show on there now, out of the Madhouse DJ's label, old mate of the radio program, and now he's got his own show on Tune One, 7 p.m. Thursdays, and I believe replayed on a Sunday at 8pm and uh, BRL so right after that at 9pm on that Sunday and of course still on the Tuesday night at 8pm on tune1.com.au whole bunch of great shows on there hip hop and otherwise whole expanding roster with that tune1.com.au and uh, check it out we will be chatting to Stella Mental and slide low on this week's podcast of course replays from the program and apologies to slide low i can't find the original version of this anywhere on my pc so i think i just kind of saved over it. so you get the radio version which is a tight seven minutes worth of conversation and the uh, stellar mental interview is the uh, full raw one as well so Enjoy the next 25 to 30 minutes of Australian hip-hop interviews here on this podcast. And of course, like and subscribe and um, get us back in those charts once again as well. We're in the music interviews chart, got into the mid-50s, which is pretty cool. So uh, keep listening and subscribing on whatever platform that you subscribe or listen to on. Spotify, Apple Music, all of it. Just get around this program. Anyway, it's time for the podcast. It is BRL all across Australia on the Community Radio Network. And now I look like I'm actually having a, a group meeting right now because uh, in front of me on this Zoom call, we have the guys from Stella Mental. And uh, what I love about this is uh, I have some people and I feel like I'm about to give a lecture of some kind. One, because... I'm guessing you guys are early 20s. You look very young. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, yep, yep, I'm like 21. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I remember when I was 21. Such a long time ago. Uh, secondly, oh, you've got a whiteboard with like stuff written on it and you've got like a to-do list and everything up there. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, sweet. We're having an office meeting. All right, boys. Well, um, uh, well, we'll sales this, uh, this quarter we're down. Uh, <laughs> Joining us on the program, uh, three gentlemen. I'll get you guys to introduce yourselves, um, I guess, from my left to right. Either way, uh, introduce yourselves one by one from Stella Mental. I'm Samwa. I'm Kaz and Bubsy. Uh, we're waiting on guests to join us from somewhere out the boonies, Great Ocean Road. Some You might tune in halfway through, but we'll see yeah. what happens. Great Ocean Road. So um, I thought you, I thought you guys were Adelaide. I had in my head, that yeah, Adelaide. Yeah. Guess, guess it's got a walkabout up to NT. So he's sick of our shit. Where did you guys sort of uh, get involved, Australian hip hop wise, scene wise? Um, how did you kind of get together as Stella Mental? I think it naturally kind of sprung from, from the local culture. I mean, yeah. we live in we live in a suburb called Blackwood. 
up yep. in the Adelaide Hills. And that top, that kind of tends to resonate. Mm. Hip hop culture lately, just um, more graffiti culture. All right. But I think as as a group of like young lads meeting up, kind of steering in that direction, it just kind of sprung naturally. You know, like you go to the gas and and a cipher just pops up and shit like that, man. And uh, we're just the boys who who stuck to it mm. and um, just got the got that deeper passion. And that that to me seems purely beautiful and organic and sounds almost like the way that uh my generation of australian hip-hop acts kind of got into it now i was never a graph writer or definitely not a rapper (laughs) but yeah like the sort of getting together and spitting bars and hanging out and tagging up venues and that kind of stuff please don't tag up venues by the way um is kind of uh that's that's kind of how a lot of one people that listen to this and two people that have been on this show got into it. It was graffiti culture. It was getting together and yeah. get spinning bars and such like that. Was was there like a, a youth get together kind of venue for that? Was it like people would spin records yeah. and they would spit bars and yeah. that kind of thing? Did that happen for you guys? Uh, we didn't. We never really had anything official that was kind of a home for us to do all of that sort of shit. I guess we. Um, we kind of just had our had our big crew that we all kind of dabbled in the different aspects of hip hop and once we'd all kind of started, you know, testing the waters and stuff, I guess we decided to get some of the ones of us that we really wanted to be serious about it together mm-hmm. and I guess that's kind of where it formed and yeah. how how we yeah. yeah, brought that together. We yeah. never really had a venue or any there sort was of a, club. What's the skate park? I, I mean, guess the skate no, park, yeah, but no, organized. anything that was organized, it was organized by us, just, you know, mm. keeping it back. Never, there's not really any uh, hip-hop clubs in Adelaide. Or Colonel, Light, Colonel Light Gardens, that got, that was like an all-age mm. hip-hop shop. Um, I remember we went there once and it got shut down like a few months after that. So mm. we went there, we were about 15, got on the oh, wow. mic, open mic, like 15 or something like that. Yeah. And it got shut down pretty close after that, so... That was kind of the last thing our generation had access to in our city. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't think there's too much of that lying around for anyone in Perth either. Um, when it comes to that kind of stuff. But yeah, when yeah. I was just getting into the scene and sort of trying to introduce myself to everyone, there was um, oh yeah, I forget the name of the place. It's in Leaderville, and on Friday nights they used to have a get together and people would just get up and spit bars and you know a few of the established acts would turn up like you know like a downside or someone like that would you know turn up or at least members and check out new talent and uh, a younger draft and those kind of blokes would you know yeah. be there and uh, it was it was a good time back in the day we're talking 2003 so how old were you boys in 2003 i would have been about three <laughs> 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 Oh my God, you're making me feel very old right now. But uh, let, let's talk when you guys decided to sort of get serious and, uh, and form Stellar Mental and everything. Um, what year was that? Last year, I'd say. Wow. We started hitting the stage. Yeah. Yeah, there was, um, we did, there was a bit of stuff going on. We were, uh, we went by a different name when my state was made clear before. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much been, and there was like a few little tracks here and there and, you know, a bit of work going on, writing raps and whatever, but pretty much last year and a half, we've been like looking for live shows and, you know, focusing, 
trying to get our sound a bit more, mm. you know, polished and taking it a bit more seriously. So what I'm what I'm hearing so far is something that sounds a lot more polished than a group that's been together for eighteen months. <laughs> so a big pat on the back to you boys straight away. It's like so uh, influence wise, as those two thousand and three days are sort of like where Australian hip hop sort of has its uptick and everything. So you guys. By the time you're teenagers, you've got just an entire library of Australian hip-hop to get into. So yeah. who are you into first? I'm assuming the hoods are going to be in that question. One, because you yeah, guys are yeah. from the Adelaide Hills and uh, two, they're the hoods. <laughs> but um, yeah, who else? I remember being like a, a, one of my first memories was driving in the car on the way to kindergarten or some shit. Oh, wow. Lead section on repeat on radio back then as you know. Yep. So that, that was kind of like hearing that constantly and, and then just growing up with the knowledge that those are locals. Mm. And then it's like stemmed out from there, I guess. You go across the yeah. city, you got Delta. Yep. Um, obviously a huge one. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess, local cat. I guess it all started kind of with the hoods for a lot of us because they were mm. the biggest. They were kind of becoming a bit more mainstream when we were in our teenage early teenage years i guess and yes. from there once we got introduced to i guess aussie hip-hop from that well for me personally then i you know i had a few people that i knew that kind of knew a bit more about it and that introduced me into people like you know it was in the pegs and all mm. of all of the anything from around australia all the way down to the lyrical commission and whatnot um yeah, I, guess, I love uh, the fact that you boys know who LC are. That 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 makes me oh, very happy for the future of the genre. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, LC. I, I guess the more the more we started, well, for me, I guess the more I started looking into it, the, the more I found. I just kept going, and I'm still to this day mm. uh, finding out about you know the kings of the Aussie hip hop scene and stuff like that. We do have a lot of catching up to do, though. It's a shame. I know. I feel like. We're, 10, 10, 20 years later, the same, but that's, you know, what is there? I, I had the same thing. Um, I've spoken about a million times on this program is, uh, about 2014. I, I don't know, 2004, the original version of this show got a bullet from the uh, station and I didn't do the show again for 10 years. And for a bunch of that, I would hear, you know, bits and pieces and maybe even interview some pretty big acts in that time. And then from like 08 to 13, I did nothing. Well, I had nothing to do with the genre at all. Like I'd maybe hear that Robert Hunter Cup, all that kind of stuff happened in those years. I was away. So trust me, I, I know what it's like to do the catch up. It's a good time. <laughs> that's what, yeah. that's what the first three years of the show were was like initially me doing a bit of a catch up, like, Oh shit. What was this? You know? <laughs> so, Getting together and you guys um, putting together the tunes and everything. Uh, who's who's doing all that? These these guys here, uh, uh, Bubsy and Samurai and Guest. Uh, I'm glad they couldn't make it. They're the ones that do the rapping. I do the um, the scratches and a bit of the yep. production. Mm-hmm. Uh, on on our release, we had my boss. Um, he goes by Admin. Uh, he did some of the production on a few of the tracks and also cuts on one. Yep. Um, but mainly, yeah, I started off with these lads doing the production for him, and then I mean, it was nice enough to lend us a bit of a hand with, you know, getting a hold of some beats and someone to mix and master our work. And excellent, yeah, definitely a mentor figure mm. uh, in terms of getting our yeah sound and 
yeah, big props to him for helping us through this one. Yeah, we, um, got our shit off the ground for sure. Yeah, you guys have that classic boom bap sound, which is a you know big tick for me personally. Um, now, uh, like, do you still have maybe some of that influence of the more new school stuff? I don't know. Well, I mean, we don't really have a certain days that. Well, personally, I don't think we have anything that we necessarily stick to. I mean, some I'd say you know, Semwa has a broader range of um, you know knowledge in music and a lot of different genres to mm. what I would. Um, but we don't necessarily stick to one thing. I guess if we all yeah. hear a beat, or, you know, we feel something, we all like it. We just kind of roll with it. We don't. Yeah, um, it's hard hard to say if if I end up uh, producing some stuff or other producers you know, make some beats that we really like that is more in that direction, then um, I guess we'll see what happens. But I personally never wanted to stick myself to anything in particular, even though I would say that boom back for me is uh, the kind of piece of it all. Now, did you guys have um, like older brothers or anything like that, that sort of uh, introduced you or was it just purely because Australian hip hop was sort of absorbing into the culture at that point or, or uh, your parents listening to Nosebleed Section in the car back in 2003 and four. There's definitely, definitely older heads in the scene mm. was a sort of thing. Not so much like older brothers. I mean, I'll speak for myself. My older brother's not really much into hip hop, but, All right. you know, when you start skating or you're a grommet, you start hanging around and noticing like a bit of the graffiti around, you start taking note of who, you know, the names you see or whatever, and then you, you know, you might go out somewhere and you might meet someone mm. and realize that that's them and they kind of clue you in a little bit and they, you know, you start learning through that. Um, you know, like some of the people you're talking about, like, you know, just put, getting put on to listen to certain things yeah. and just how like the elements of hip hop in general. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, there's a lot of older heads around that I guess not so much push you in a direction, but mm. A lot of them have an idea of yeah how it should be, you know, and how it is. So yeah, let's let's talk the actual record itself. Um, dropped back end of last year. Um, now is Adelaide? Are you guys able to do gigs? I know we you know we've uh, dropped further back into sort of uh, lockdown in most states, apart from over here. Uh, was there plans for a launch? Are you going to do this stuff live eventually? Yeah. How's that going to go? Yeah, we've had about five gigs knocked back. We even had a, oh. a ice cream gig that got shut down no. <laughs> from the COVID. You'd think that'd be, you know, invulnerable, but the yeah. live stream gig got canned as well, unfortunately. So, um, How did, yeah, obviously, I mean, it, was it was a mad year, but um, we'll just uh, pick up when we can. Yeah, yeah. Where do, where do they hit you up? Uh, socials and of course uh, you know streaming the album which I haven't named yet sorry you should drop the name of the record too <laughs> uh, yeah so you can cop take or don't on yep. on the band tune into our SoundCloud or YouTube that's where we like to release our singles so we, we like to keep little singles pumping out fairly often um, but if you want to if you want to you know go support the movement dig our shit you can go buy our shit on, on Bandcamp Absolutely. Um, I was just having a conversation with uh, you know, one of the people at the radio stations sort of outside the door now. And um, yeah, I was saying that, you know, Bandcamp should probably, you know, start paying for sponsorship. We name them so much, but it's, a, it's just a really good service. <laughs> so uh, go, buy, go buy this record. Um, it's fantastic. And um, it's even better that I now know your story and uh, how organic 
you guys coming into the genre is. It's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> no worries. Well, um, fantastic stuff, boys. Thank you very much for joining us on the program. We'll play a track on the show and uh, it's time for us to finish up this interview and uh, the podcast version, which will be two different ones, by the way. Uh, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having us, guys. Cheers, bro. Dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of best beat programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au. That's Tune, the number one, .com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor. It is BRL all across Australia on the Community Radio Network. And now joining us is uh, two gentlemen from the Delhi Records label. Uh, you guys have just put out a fantastic project called Slide Low. Uh, you guys are always doing stuff that I absolutely enjoy. So without further ado, or any further ado, I should say, we have who from Delhi on the phone? <clears throat> we got Loeb and D-Rio. Yeah, and- boys. Well, actually, this is the very first time I because we've spoken before on an actual phone, but the first time I've actually seen faces, which is probably a, yeah. the best part of looking at a Zoom call. So, yeah, you can, <laughs> well, basically, I don't know, the air conditioning unit in the studio. <laughs> it looks like a nice chill studio with a bunch of kicks. Nice ones over there. I like, I'm liking those maroon yeah. ones over your shoulder there. There's a, there's a couple back there, man. It's a, it's a bit of a... An addiction, to be honest. Oh, uh, no, I've uh, I've got the same problem. Right. Nice, nice. So they're the 2020? Yeah, I I don't know names. I just sort of see them and buy them, and the missus hates it. Hey, man, that's a good pair to have. Anyway, slide low. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is – it's out now. It's been out for a couple of weeks, and – um, it's pretty much what you guys do, which is um, kind of a, a chill, lo-fi, almost stoner bars kind of vibe. And um, it's it's awesome once again. So uh, have I got the description correct? You're, you're, on, you're almost there. You're getting there. I reckon this one, to be honest, was more um, like we, we still have that vibe going on, but I reckon we sort of went a bit darker with the production and also sort of how we were rapping as well mm. especially your first project as the the name slide low with both of us it was more like not really piecing together verses we had laying together it was more getting in the studio and writing everything yeah. together in the studio so mm. i don't know this one was a bit different than the last ones to be honest maybe maybe it's just uh, we're all in a darker place after 2020 where it might just be like oh yeah this is fine <laughs> I think it sort of, to be honest, was uh, pretty fitting with how I know everything was going and not not necessarily the substance substance mm. of what we're like content what we're talking about, but more just the vibe of the whole whole project itself. Mm, fair enough, fair enough. It, it tends to be that the 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 vibe has been a little darker for most projects, really, when you really think about it across the board. It's getting spooky. Uh, Project-wise, have you guys mostly kept it in house once again? It's all um, it's all been produced by myself, so Delic Steez, and yeah. then um, us just rapping, and then a few Delhi guys like featuring, and then we did like a limited fifty cassettes. I think we got like three left right now. So Man, we've done the whole project Ooh. in these like yeah, like right like here. Right man, here. Honestly. This is this was the whole project. Like just we wrote it all here, made all the beats here, everything. Is there going to be more slide low projects or is there going to be um, more sort of like 
cross-pollination in all the daily stuff in 2021? I think there's going to be a little bit of everything, to be honest. Mm. I'd like to do more slide load, but yeah. at the same time, we're already making music <clears throat> and it's not slide load. You know, we're doing other things. So yeah, slide load definitely like do more as it will do more as a duo, but I think it'll get like be some time before there'll be other projects between that. Like yeah. some that there's already some that are that are scheduled to to release that are yeah. We probably can't probably shouldn't say too much about, but the there is one with uh with eggs and uh and Delic Steve's my production coming out very soon uh, yeah you guys are prolific thanks man <laughs> fuck yeah i respect that prolific thank you yeah, prolific. That that's the word. Is uh, yeah, that's the proper word. Is prolific. But actually, um, directing people to where they can one hear Slidelo and all the rest of the projects is that all through the Bandcamp? Uh, at the moment, it's all through Bandcamp. We sort of did it different and wanted to direct everyone to the cassettes and the Bandcamp. We just wanted people to listen to the album first. Yes, streaming will be available. I reckon in about a week from now, so maybe two weeks. But yep. um. Yeah, it'll be up on Spotify, Apple Music, and everywhere else ASAP. But right now, the whole be, project's on YouTube too. <clears throat> yeah, the whole it's also it's all on on Delhi Records YouTube and Delhi. Oh, that's yeah. that's a yeah. that's an interesting way to put things out. But also, I was just thinking about that the other day in the car. Is there is so much stuff that's not on streaming services like your projects and everything at the moment that's up on YouTube, like a lot of rarities, people like ripping stuff from um, their vinyl and just posting it as a video up there. It's yeah, true. A lot of our like influences come from dudes who are not, we're not looking for like a whole project to drop on, on streaming. It's more like, I don't know, like for example, Elzai was just dropping singles on, on YouTube mm. and like just a single here and there until a project came out, which was like a week later or something. But it was more just because we like doing it this way made us sort of realize who our main listeners are straight away and who's going to be on the music and then who's just going to sort of listen to it once it's easily accessible to them. But it was good because we had a lot of fans who went to the van camp and bought the cassette and were, and were like listening to the album. And- I do like a cassette. I really do like a cassette. Yeah. Nice, man. Cassettes just, uh, you know, take us back. Oh, yeah, here we go to the camera. There it is. Slide like, oh, it's a nice blue one as well. So there you go, uh, folks. Uh, head to the Daily Records Bandcamp and uh, purchase one of those uh, bright blue cassettes. It's a nice blue. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll just take a, a track here from this record and uh, I guess welcome to 2020. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you more this year because. I like pretty much yeah. everything you guys do. Yes, one more thing. No, no, twenty twenty one. I'll just have to. Oh, have to... Jesus Christ! Exactly. Well, there you go. So, yeah, I don't know what year it is yet. <laughs> yeah, I think twenty one's it. I think. Yeah, twenty one. Everyone, twenty twenty one. Anyway, uh, guys, thank you very much for joining us, and uh, here's some slide low on BRL. Thank Thanks, you, man. man. Dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of best beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune1. Tune1.com.au. That's Tune, the number one, .com.au. Tune1, proud show sponsor.